0: All right, welcome, welcome, welcome back to Let's Talk with gills and Dean. I'm your boy gills as usual.
1: My left is man. Why the hell you didn't tell me my damn hat was crooked as hell up here? You seen it before anybody else? that's some bitch was doing a, a old Bobby Brown Gumby cut. You know what I'm saying? Some bitch <laughs> like it. I can't get it right in the camera because uh, hell, when I go to my yeah, right, it's really either. to my left. And then anyway, it's your boy, it's your boy, the insane, insane, Mr. Dean, kicking it with my brother. Mr. Gales, how are you doing with that? Whatever type of damn lineup you got going on there?
0: <laughs> oh, these are dreads. How dare you? First of all, right there dreads. at the bottom. Right there at the bottom. Pay hey, the man. Let's go ahead and get that started. I'm doing all right, man. <laughs> hashtag pay
1: the damn man. <laughs> I'm getting started early today, Jack. This shit's gonna be fun. See. You don't even have your unsponsored that
0: gum beer can to blame. Like, what, what's what's going on? What's got you so fired up this Monday?
1: Yeah, ah, man, it's Monday, man. Glad to be alive. New, new, another week that we got breath in our body. Ain't that enough to be happy about? Hey, can you be mad at that? So, look,
0: we got some Joe Rogan stuff to get into. for sure. damn sure dude We got some we damn sure do. LeBron James is, quote, unquote, doing LeBron James stuff. But I want to start with this dude is that gum death shot, right? So, this golfer who stood on the edge to, you know, try to keep with the rules of golfing and all that sort of stuff, uh, stands on the edge, gets the shot off, and almost falls, like, over this cliff-looking thing. I wish I could show you this, but – like what the fuck are we doing in golf, man? Do we not have? I, no, can we not change some rules uh, to you know make sure people aren't you know near dying?
1: Well, I guess it's um, entertainment hell. You know they trying to make some <laughs> devilish shit in golf now. <laughs> Hashtag pay the damn man. Right, Let's keep this sure. shit going tonight, Jack. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness, this is gonna be a long night, man. I just want to. It go might
1: be a long a night. Take a nap. But yeah, man. I did, I did I actually didn't get to see it. Uh, the golf thing that you're talking about, but it sounds like they're trying to do some daredevilish stuff in golf now. Was it a charity event or a real golf? Uh, no, time? it was just in a bad. It was just in a bad spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's Jordan
0: Spieth, right? Uh, he he wanted like, the good ones too. Yeah, no, this is a legit like golfing thing, man. He's like sitting on the edge and trying to, you know, hit the ball, and I think he hits it. But it's uh, it says he avoids diving off a 70 foot cliff. Like, at what point do you just say, Hey man, I'll take the uh, negative strokes?
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Hell yeah, I mean, I ain't finna. <laughs> How much are they paying him? Because if you if you was getting a big fat check and you might not get the scene that your family might have seen it, but your right. ass might not have seen He's it. Working. But that, I mean, that's what's so interesting about
0: sports, man. What we are willing to put ourselves through in, in order to play a sport. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I think that kind of goes along with this whole uh the vaccine thing, right? Yeah, oh look, uh-huh. shoot me up with whatever, rub me up with whatever, wrap me mm-hmm. in whatever, give me whatever pill. And then some people are like, vaccine? Hmm, I don't know about that. Like it's just weird to see like that sort of divide, man. Like, yeah. don't worry, folks, we're not getting into vaccine talk.
1: Damn, show lane, me, we, we, me, and him done had. We done had wars over this vaccine talking. Probably could still have more wars. We ain't getting in that shit today. I'm tired of that damn vaccine stuff. My lips kind of chapped. My my lips kind of chapped. I'm sorry. Sorry, people out there. Don't be frapping up the camera. I know it, man.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. So (laughs) look, man. Other big story in news: this blind, blind, this Brian Flores thing. What the Mm -hmm. crap is going
1: on there? What the flap? What the what the frap is going on there, Mister? Is equal opportunity? He he didn't get it. Um, got a text from Bill Belichick saying, "Congratulations on your job." With Bill Belichick, did he make a mistake of texting Brian Flores instead of Brian Dabo, or did he do this on purpose? I, you know, like how how do you uh, how do you make that mistake? Dude, wait, wait, hang, because- on, dude, hang
0: on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Conspiracy, ding, 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 ding. in the Damn building. Right.
1: You're damn right because you know just like i do if you got a, if you got somebody in your phone with the same name you either gonna put like a, a brian one or brian two or you're gonna put like their last name or their initial for the last name so you know that how did bill belichick not know that it's like he did it on purpose to get a reaction out of brian flores in which he did and brian flores said you're mistaken i haven't accepted no job and it wasn't offered to me oh Oh, now I done messed up. I done leaked it out that Brian Debo is the head coach of the New York Giants the day that Brian Flores was supposed to go in for the interview and them knowing that uh, Flores wasn't even going to get the damn job they had already had Brian Debo. You know what it is, man. We don't we we don't get that equal opportunity to be head coaches or owners or GM in the NFL, and it, it's time for change, man. It, it's been time for change. It, it's It's a lot of qualified guys to be head coaches in the league. A lot of qualified coordinators. Brian Left um my my guy for uh San Francisco 49ers D'Amico Ryan at the linebacker coach mm-hmm. um uh, lynn anthony Lynn again uh, eric eric Biannimi. you know it, it's a lot of uh guys jared mayo linebacker coach for the um linebacker coach for the um patriots i mean it, it's a it's a lot of guys that's qualified to get a head coaching job. I don't want to hear this shit that we ain't qualified. That's the same thing they said for Amen. the quarterbacks. And look, look at the quarterbacks of the NFL now. We're taking over. I mean, and I ain't just trying to sound like, you know, bad. It's it, Truth. what it is. It's, it's, it's time for equal opportunity. You know, you need a black GM and black owner. It, it's time for this shit. It's time for a daggum change, like you saying. And Brian Flores is first off one of the first to call it out. He might have risked his chance of getting, ever getting a head coaching job in the league again, but I like what he's doing. He's bringing it to light, and hopefully something get done about it. Now, he might not get another coaching job in NFL, but some college coaches will take this guy because there's one damn thing about it, this guy can coach. Look look at what the Miami Dolphins started. They started the season off 1-7 and seven and went on like a 7-8 game winning streak, and you get fired. That's momentum going into the next season, and you get fired. The same with – uh. Uh uh Cully Cully with the Texans. Yes, the Texans didn't have a good season, but he was changing the culture. They wouldn't get blowed out, and then he get fired. Now they're gonna hire uh Lovey Smith, was introduced as the head coach today. They're gonna hire him, but they'd only give you Lovey Smith and um my man and uh Mike Tomlin from Pittsburgh Steelers. We need more diverse man. We need more diverse. We can coach. We only we, we just ain't athletes, we can coach, we can run a team, we can own a team. It's time for change. So for
0: over two decades, people have been talking about this that gonna change. So let me go back a little bit. Uh so in the NFL, uh the Rooney rule is what it's called, right? Is establishing to
1: tell, tell tell downtown Jeremy Brown, hell no, nah, you ain't the topic today. Hey, downtown Jeremy Brown, you're always the top the topic.
0: <laughs> he does have the Sean Michael glasses on too. <laughs> yeah, man. But what Dean is talking about is the Rooney rule. So uh, this was uh, this was established in 2003. It requires NFL teams to interview candidates of color for head coaching and senior football operation positions. So that's more of the uh, like executive offices, right? Uh, Flores was replaced by Mike McDaniel, who is uh, calling himself biracial. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got some stuff going on in deep in the uh, gene pool, but you couldn't tell by looking at it. But I guess that don't really matter. Um, and Cully will most likely, like you said, be, uh, succeeded by Lovey Smith. Mm -hmm. All right. But this rule just says that you have to interview someone of color. You don't have to take it serious. And I think, um, getting back to Bill Belichick, man, Bill Belichick is 69 years old, trying to text in 2000. And twenty two. I, 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 I guarantee he did that by accident, don't man. Don't give me that shit. No, I don't want to hear that. Pay the man. Big Hold big on, big hang on. Big hey, big let big me big tell big you big. why. Can I tell you why? Can well, I you tell you tell me why? why. Well, I, I got, got a tell lot, you lot of. of g- g- if you look at the text stream, if you look at the text stream, right, mm-hmm. you see that there's a a giant gap when you know he's congratulating him and all that, and he was like, "Man, I I even interviewed with him," and then later on he's like, "Coach, are you talking about you know another Brian?" Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a while, and then he admits it, right? And then you, you can feel the hurt, right, in that text message when he goes from calling Bill Belichick, you know, coach the entire time to, thanks, Bill. <laughs> At the end there, mm-hmm. man, dude was upset, is mad, right? But To I, argue. I, I mean, like, we don't know if he did it on purpose. Like, I think people give Bill Belichick way too much credit. It's partially why your boy Tom Brady left out frapping – the Patriots when he was thinking uh <laughs> everybody and their mama, right? For his time in the NFL. I mean, it's nuts.
1: To argue your assessment that you just tried to bring up, Bill Belichick is one of the brightest damn minds in not NFL football, but in football. Mm-hmm. Okay. In football. The guy outside of Tom Brady, really and Randy Moss, really, what other big names did he have on those teams? This guy made guys and you don't yeah, make hold guys. Hold on, hold on. Stay, oh, no, 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 no. I'll let stay you talk. Because so you you're talking about... Us, no, you know no, because I'm, I'm getting to my point. Okay. This guy made right. guys. He made guys outside of out of Randy Moss and, and um Tom Brady. He made guys and get their name out there. He made his coaches. Bill Belichick is a very intelligent man. You're not going to sit there and tell me he accidentally text Brian Flores, not knowing that he was texting the wrong person. He's bright enough to know. I'm pretty sure he got on his phone, Brian Dabo, And Brian Flores, he did shit on purpose, man. So, and of course, nobody's hold him accountable for it because he's Bill Belichick. You don't make that mistake, bro.
0: You don't make that. First of all, pay the man. Secondly, like you're aware of what PhDs do, right? It's someone who has their doctorate, whether it's being a medical field or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they, they any any doctor out there would tell you the same thing that they know a very lot about a very little. Right. If you got your PhD in medicine, you know a lot about the medical field. Right. And you may look clueless with other things. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is Bill Belichick. He's a brilliant football coach, brilliant mind, but he's also an old man who can make a very, very easy mistake. If you see, especially with iPhone, you know, you hit Brian, right. And then it may say all your Brian's and you think you hit the right one and start texting. Right. But let's Mm -hmm. set that aside. Because what you're saying if you're what what you're saying is that first of all Bill Belichick is a super ally right and what he's doing is behind the scenes texting Brian uh, Flores to let him know that there's some tomfoolery afoot right I know you have an interview but they're already telling me about about a coach that coached with him too so right. you he's betraying one friend to let another friend know right knowing the implications. Knowing that you know the Rooney Rule and all that stuff is a farce. Check this out. I, man. I don't know if that's, I don't know if we can
1: check this out. You you're a very bright, intelligent man. All right. You don't you don't get accepted to Vanderbilt by being dumb. All right. Let's get that off the way. Okay. NFL is a dirty, 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 um, uh, company. Right. It, it, we we all know that the NFL is dirty, dirty, dirty. Right. You know they're just like you. You could be a a, a second or third round draft pick. You go in. And you get hurt a couple of seasons, and your name is never heard of again. Uh, uh, Todd Gurley was came in the league as one of the the best players. He he started getting hurt, and they just brush him aside. Next man up. NFL is a dirty damn. It's a dirty business. But what you is that? that? So
0: I'm asking you, point blank: You think he Bill comes. Belichick is on the side of good, and he's going against all the coaches and the managers and everything to tip off Brian Flores? Is that what you're saying? Who's who, who's to say Roger Goodell didn't put him up to do this shit? For what purpose? You tell me. What's the most? You tell me. No, you can't make a statement if you don't have anything to back it up, man. Because it's dirty. You're going to let him know. Okay, you I'm not going saying in it's not dirty. I'm saying, Bel- right. saying that Bill Belichick is trying to help out the black coaches by telling him, hey, Gave this really rule is some garbage. Like, that's fine. But I'm saying what his motivations, what are his motivations? And you got to realize who the commissioner works for, man. The commissioner doesn't work for the players, the fans, or anybody. He works for the owners. Like, why would he put? Why would he put
1: Bill Belichick up to help, like destroy you know NFL confidence? Because Roger Roger Goodell is a rotten son of a bitch. That's First why. of all, pay the man, but why would he mess up? Like, okay, Dean, these people pay him somewhere
0: upward upwards of thirty plus million dollars. Are they going to stop paying him just to no. take just to take a bunch of garbage? Mm-hmm. I'm saying, why? What is his motivation to set up the NFL? What does Roger Goodell got against? His precious, precious NFL. Uh, He's in a wonderful position. It ain't got got what he got
1: against his precious NFL. It's got what he got against minority coaches. Dean, in one setting,
0: you have said that they're secretly doing this to help black coaches, and they're also dirty and and trying not to. I'm asking you, which one is it? Hell, it's both. I I don't... (laughs) I don't see how Roger Goodell's like gonna frap up his money
1: to help black coaches get this stuff out in the public. He's not gonna frap up his money. Roger Goodell's gonna get paid regardless. His money's not gonna get messed up. He's gonna get paid regardless.
0: I don't understand. Okay, so Spark, okay, help me make sense of this, Spark. He's saying that he's mad at Kraft for getting caught at a rub and tug. At least that makes sense. If he wants to burn the whole thing down, right? That makes sense,
1: like uh, Dean. I don't know what you're talking about, man. You, you, you never get what I'm talking about. But uh, people who understand me, you understand me. All people in who all, me, get in the comments. Wait, 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 all in on. all. Hey, you
0: know. everybody in the comments that understands Dean, like I need y'all to get in the comments. Matter of fact, here's this link. I'm gonna throw this link in here. I need y'all to get on here and tell me because it's going over my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, your boys over here are saying that Roger Goodell and Bill Belichick are trying to help the black minorities. Right by getting this stuff out there, right? But he's also saying, "Oh, he's he's trying to keep them down because it's a dirty, dirty business." I, 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 like Spark says, I agree. It was an elderly man's mistake. I've texted no. people, I've texted the wrong person before. Like, thank well, you I, God, I mean, okay, crazy, if you if
1: if you're gonna have the part, if you got two or three people with the same name in your phone, you're not gonna put some outside of that, so you don't make that mistake. Dean, are you if you, me Sydney, if you, if you if you got two? Never made that mistake. If you got two Sydney's, you're gonna put my name in your phone as Dean, Dean. and then you're gonna put the other Sydney. Dean, here's what i So, you know, are you telling
0: me that you've never made that mistake? You've what? never in, in the, your whole history of, of texting text the wrong person, bro? Like, who are you
1: talking to? I've done dirty shit in my life. I have to stay on top of my game. The hell out of here with that. No, I have not.
0: <laughs> hey, I forgot who the frepal song to. Which brings yeah, us man. to values, because <laughs> we keep this. Look, I'm gonna just like so. Okay, let me just get that whole story out of what we know so far. So, mm-hmm. first off, you have Brian Flores who gets fired, and then after he gets fired, after a fairly good season, definitely you know for Miami Dolphins and and what he was left with, right? Mm-hmm. After the firing, then came the smear campaign. You know, talking about how he was difficult to work with. We all know that dog whistle, right? Um, mm-hmm. Had a bunch of issues with him. Uh, he didn't even communicate with his staff for long periods of time. All kinds of stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm in the comments. As Black says, you know, that dean is lying, which I, yeah. I agree with. <laughs> The crap out of
1: here, man. Yeah, y'all think I'm lying. Keep thinking I'm lying. I ain't lying. I ain't Never lying. Made I stay on top mistake. of my Ps and damn Q's. All right, but so anyway,
0: Flores gets fired, he gets the smear campaign because he didn't play ball, and then he goes on these interviews. And in the NFL, every team has to uh, I guess, have so many interviews with minority coaches and exec positions. Uh, before he even interviews with the New York Giants, someone chimes, oh, Bill Belichick congratulates him, you know, saying, hey, everything I'm hearing is that you got the job. Well, it turns out it was the wrong Brian, you know, and it was a, nun- I mean, it was a white Brian versus Brian Flores, who is black. Um, once better. that happens, that- that's when Brian Flores realizes that the Rooney rule, the interview, all his time is being wasted is all a show just to look like they're giving minorities a fair chance. So then he files a lawsuit. First of all, let's talk about the timing. That gum first day of Black History Month, right? Right before Mm -hmm. the Super Bowl as it approaches, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? So he files a suit saying, one, that his team down in Miami, the guy tried to force him to meet with people he's not supposed to meet with. Mm -hmm. He tried to force him to lose on purpose so they would have a higher draft position.
1: Pay him $100,000
0: a game that he lost. Yeah, offered him $100,000 per lost game. Mm-hmm. To basically tank the season, uh, season right? Mm-hmm. Um, so after all of this, because he refused to do it, right? He actually—that's um, when he gets fired later on, and then labeled as difficult to work with. Thank you, Mr. Jude. All right,
1: go ahead. Let's read this out. You read. I, I can I don't like reading out loud. I right, right, right. My
0: only, <laughs> my only conspiracy theory. First of all, thank you, Mr. Jude, for saying. It's a conspiracy theory. and not talking out of the side of your, you know, your left and right butt cheek, right? Uh, my only conspiracy farts, theory on this. is come out of your left and right butt me, cheek. Excuse me. I'm trying to read. Get the crap out of here. My only conspiracy theory on this bill, <laughs> on this old bill was trying to keep Dolphins in turmoil. Same division and all. Bill is a mastermind. Maybe, maybe, like, say that's true. That doesn't take away from anything else we're talking about. But, um. First of all, I want to know if Craig Jude has ever mistakenly texted the wrong person. That would be interesting. Maybe that's a little little topic question. Mm -hmm. So, with all that stuff happening, man, I don't know. So, having him come in for a a farce of an interview, I can see the racial aspect in that. But I'm not sure if you can really connect the other stuff to race either. Okay. All right. Talk a little
1: bit about that. All right. We, explain to me, my very intelligent friend over there, and you're a very intelligent guy. I've, I've told you this on many occasions, and I argue anybody down that you're one of the most intelligent people I've ever came in encounter with in my life. You explain to me why there's only one, one black head coach in the NFL right now. When it's all these qualified guys, <laughs> it's a lot of qualified guys to be running the NFL team as a head coach. Why is it just one? Let me ask
0: you, uh, I guess, a counter question. What qualifies a person to be a head
1: coach in the NFL? What you mean what qualifies? If you're a coordinator and, and you coordinated your offensive defense and they're producing every year. The numbers, you know, your, your offensive numbers are here. Your defense stats, you're in the top three every year. Your offense, you're in the top three every year. Okay, that's what these head coaches are coaching these guys for. You're grooming them to be a head coach. And you That's what you do. You take the next ladder up to head coach. Look at Dabo Sweeney at Clemson. I can't stand him. But he started off as, as, a, as, a, as equipment something. And moved his way all the way up to head coaches that's what you stay on their staff for. you 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 stay there you pick and learn the, and the brain of the head coach and for, for you go from position to position to coordinator to head coach at another school that's what you busted your butt for so these guys just busting their butt on their sideline they started down from they either went from player to come in as uh um equipment manager or something an analyst and you work your way up year after year You you working your way up to be a head coach you ain't working your way up just to be a damn offense coordinator or defense coordinator for 20 years you deserve that chance okay dude and and hold on hold on hold on, hold on. and and another thing another thing and i mean this, this, this i'm just passionate about this because i've coached and you coached okay you tell me you you let a black coach get out there and have two losing seasons He's gone after two years. Uh, A a white coach can have five lose season. He's still there. Jason Garrett. I mean, shit like that. Come on now. It's not fair. It's not an even playing ground. That's all I'm saying. It's not an even playing ground. I know, but we're trying to
0: hold on. We're trying to layer this, right? Because you're saying they're not getting the opportunity as they should. I'm saying, what is the criteria, right, in order to be an NFL head coach? Like for you to work in a factory. I'm not gonna say the name, but like, let's say a, a, a car factory. We'll say mm-hmm. Nissan. For you to work in Nissan, there there's a list of things you have to be able to do, or you know, pass tests and skill sets, and mm-hmm. all. You know, there's a list of things that you need before you get hired. And I asked the question because here's the trick of that: there is no such thing in the NFL. A lot of people talk about the coordinator into the uh, head coaching, but there are plenty of coaches. Who were not uh offense or defensive coordinators.
1: You're right. right. there's some that'll just pluck
0: there's some that'll just plucked out of out of uh, college. Of course, you have your coaching trees, like if you coached under Cal Shanahan, then maybe you get an opportunity that other people who had mm-hmm. more
1: experience don't. Right. I but mean, it's eye- just like it's just like Cliff Cleansbury. Mm-hmm. He he was the head coach at Texas Tech. He right. never did have him winning record at Texas Tech. So, what was so attracted by Cliff Kingsbury to get him an NFL job? So
0: there you have it. There's no criteria, right? It's not like he has to be a coordinator for so many years. He has to have X amount of win percentage. All that goes out the window. It literally is
1: a bunch of owners deciding from their gut mm, do I like him or not? So right? so basically, what you're saying, it's not it's not what you know, it's who you know, right? That's it, it's not what and, you know, who you and, know. And I can't and argue with that. But That's blind, true in Brian life.
0: Flores, he's yeah. part of that coaching tree from Bill Belichick, just like mm-hmm. the coach, uh the Brian, you know, White Brian's what I'm gonna call him, White Brian, Brian in New York, Double. Brian yeah. Daybo, Brian Daybo. No, nah, I ain't gonna, I like White Brian better. So what I'm saying is, oh my God. these people, <laughs>
1: these people that don't have.
0: There's no criteria, okay? So we can throw that stuff out. But what usually happens is, like I said, you coach for somebody who's been successful, like a, a Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. or, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan. The other way is nepotism, right? Oh, his daddy mm-hmm. was a football coach and his daddy's daddy was a football coach, right? Or mm-hmm. like you said, player. So those are the, the three sort of, that's usually the pool we pull from, right? Mm-hmm. But just like any other job, like what what we're missing is a, a, a better pool system, right? So one, mm-hmm. we need criteria, Two, we need a, a better pool, which means more minority coaches in the lower positions and as in as head coaches, and as you said, in executive branches, right? And then ownership as well. So you reflect, you know, you reflect the, your workers, right? Because it's 70% uh, black people who play in the NFL. But like you said, it's, you know, one minority uh, owner group, I believe. Mm-hmm. So these are the things that we got to look at. but so if you lay all that stuff out, right, it really comes down to what do the owners feel and think when they are hiring these coaches And a lot of time it's just I don't have a lot of experience of uh, black people in this position and you know well this guy over here looks kind of nerdy and you know he's got he's coached with Bill Belichick. So let's go with him. It's all about comfort, right At like the guy who got hired down there in Miami, he was on a less than one hour you know, interview process, they liked him and pff, hired him right away. You know? I
1: mean, it's just like Doug Peterson got hired at Jacksonville Jaguars head coach, but Brian Lift, which was tied to that job all the way up to that day. And then when Brian when Brian left we found out they were gonna come in and do some uh some some funny stuff with Doug Peterson, which I'm not saying Doug Peterson ain't good head coach because he's a good head coach i mean he took his team to the super bowl when you're starting quarterback hurt with a backup quarterback and beat the goat he beat tom greater that's not what i'm saying but brian left was tied to that job until the week of and kind of figured out there was going to be some some messy business involved he just took his name out because he anticipated and kind of knew they were going to hire doug peterson over him brian leverage is qualified to be a head coach and nothing against doug peterson because he's a good coach that's a good hire um you know, he, he'll help Trevor Lawrence, but why you think Brian Lefkowitz wouldn't have helped him? You know what I'm saying? Right. Er, er, Eric the enemy. I mean, come on, man. Eric the enemy, should have been done and got a job somewhere. That's what I'm saying, man. It's not about
0: qualifications. It's literally the, you know, the good old boy system. Like, what do I feel like? Like you look at the Jerry Jones, uh, he's been, you know, rumored to just want puppet coaches. Why do I like Jason Garrett? Because I do, because he'll do exactly what I want him to. He's okay with me doing the the press conference versus him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you know he had to get rid of Jimmy Johnson, right? And Jimmy Johnson is is I don't even think in the Ring of Honor with all them Super
1: Bowl win, wins, right? Well, I mean, the thing is, when you said that about Jerry Jones, okay, now you got McCarthy, which is something like Puppy Coach Garrett. Which is something like Garrett; he's a puppy. But Sean Payton' name is now tied to the to the Cowboys' job. If they don't have a win the season this year, you think Sean Payton gonna let Jerry Jones walk all over him like this? Sean Payton is a yeah. coach that's gonna fire back,
0: right? So, which is I why mean, one won't. That's why he got rid of that um one of the greatest coaches of all times, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Jimmy Johnson, and that team that you know Jimmy and him put together. Slipped up in one-one with uh with uh swisher, right? Mm-hmm. Swisher, I can't even say his name right very swisher. Yep, and we haven't and we haven't been good since, you know. So, but I'm saying this to let you know that it's not I don't know if it's flat racism or if it's actually I'm just gonna look at what I'm comfortable with and mm-hmm. hire that. That makes me feel good. It's LeBron James deciding, hey you know, Frap winning, I just want to be around my boys. I'm going to wait around until my son
1: gets in here. <laughs> Speaking of him, you see how that shit working out, right? <laughs> right. Well, don't, fine, but, but Don't get me there. started on LeBum. No less, because we
0: already halfway through the show, man. We have not
1: talked much about him. I know? don't this feel is- like talking about LeBum. You know what? Yes, I do. Because, you know, I, I, po- I put something up about LeBum and all, no, not all behold, people go That's in on so B, one particular person to mr kyle newland which gets ass hurt whenever i say anything about LeBron. Hey, the man like he like like they go together or something you know dude i'm not hating i just i just put up a thing that mj is the goat, and the bomb not so dude don't get mad at me for that. You know, you make comments like you really want to do something. Calm down, young man. Calm down. You ain't got nothing else better to do with your life but try to take shots at me on social media. I could entertain that and fire back at you, but I got better shit to do. So,
0: yeah. Well, first of all, I don't sound like you because let me tell you, I feel like you are a closeted LeBron fan. Let's go ahead and talk about LeBron James doing more LeBron things, right? Saying, look, as the comments roll in, like it's that's fine. right,
1: that's right, that's right. <laughs> That's right.
0: So here's what I'm saying, and Jude, I feel like we touched on this earlier, right? As he, he chimes in with Kobe is greater than LeBron, ellipsis, fight me. Like, right. really, first of all, why you to get physical,
1: man? You, you ain't got to we... get physical. I'm not. I'm not a closet LeBron fan. I call I call him out on shit, and his fans get mad about it, and they come back at me. Yeah, but at this point, point it's here. like it's not even you calling
0: him out. I mean, it's, it's the same stuff, you know. Rinse, wash, repeat. Like we've had this, we've we've gone through this game. But hold on, let me address Mr. Jude because we touched on this earlier and we talked a little bit about how, how uh, I feel like LeBron James has different values now. Doesn't have the killer instinct, right? Right. Doesn't know how to build a team, right? I agree with that. You know, spark plug. I hope you out there listening. So I'm saying negative things about LeBron. You know, Merry Christmas. Uh, So if you look at those main things that you keep bringing up, right, fine. But the man still has lots and lots of money, lots and lots of friends, his core family, his businesses are thriving. His relationships seem to be thriving. He's at the position where he gets to say, win, lose, or draw. I want my friends around me. Can you imagine if you were in the NBA and you knew that I was sorry and that Craig and you know Lee were sorry too, but you decided I just want to hang out with, with my buddies. Right? You're saying that you would just be like, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> right. I mean, he's at a you my, he's an old, you, old man who just wants to talk with his friends, man. You want my honest
1: opinion? How long have you been knowing me?
0: Oh, sometimes feels like too long. Damn What's right, so
1: if your ass saw it, hell not, I don't want you on my pay damn team. You can sit from the side, we can still tell I can't have you out there on that damn court when we can lose fucking game, cool. you
0: saw it. First of all, pay the man. Yeah. And Look at this, man. No, look, you got that Michael Jordan mentality. I mean, I think it's something to be said that, you know, this is the first time I've seen Michael Jordan and his son do anything together, right? I mean, anything together. Mm-hmm. I think that's, maybe he's just a private person, but if you listen to his interviews and his speeches, he sounds so miserable, Dean. And I'm asking you, is that worth the Gum six undefeated championship runs? I'm well, I I'm not Jordan.
1: No, no, I'm we, saying. We, but all, we you. all knew Jordan was a private person. He always had been a damn private person. Jordan have always. First of all, been just private. didn't have all his technology out. Like, and as and I still far, think. I still but think. As we start to find out more person. and
0: more about him, I'm saying we're hearing from the goat himself where he's tearing up at the end of a documentary that he executive produced right mm-hmm. tearing up saying the way i did it there's a better way to do it don't do it the way i did it right the man and... is broken he's telling you on his own production his own like espn documentary right he's going to make a lot of money off of guess what but he's I, telling I'm... you himself is miserable meanwhile lebron james is kiki kind laughing living it up michael b <laughs> jordan other hollywood people like i'm just saying like, can we can we not look at it? Maybe that he
1: just has a different value set, and I think you. he wins and everybody else, you don't get what I'm saying week in and week out. Mm-hmm. I never did say I wasn't a fan of LaBom off of the court. On the damn court, I would never root Labum. Bon. He's not better than Kobe, he's not better than Jordan. I'm sorry. I would never put him above it. He don't have that killer instinct of those guys. He chooses and picks who he want to talk trash to. He chooses and picks who he want to bully. When he got somebody who gonna guard him good, he don't. Oh come do on, that. it's a bunch of grown men. And like what are we talking it. about bullying? Stop. What are we talking I'm, about? Bullying? I'm not talking about bullying. I'm talking about bully ball, bully basketball. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like bullying. Like I'm gonna explain. Come stop what do you me, mean, I mean bully basketball? Explain bully that. basketball. You he 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 got somebody. There's not so much a superstar like when Kawhi guard him, or Paul George's guard him, or PJ Tucker. You don't see him trying to take them down and back them down. Hell no, nah. because they're gonna come. They're gonna give him good D. Now he take one of these, you know, up and coming players. I'm gonna just say De- uh, DeAndre Fox because he's coming. He gonna, you know, he gonna try to play a little bit of bully ball with DeAndre Fox, just like he did the other night with R.J. Barrett. And I'm not a fan R.J. Barrett, but he did not back now. RJ didn't back down he was outweighed by over 100 pounds but he stayed in there and fought RJ didn't back down but what that's the thing LeBron here? he, is out, he like, has
0: outplayed everybody in the league this year So he's
1: outplayed everybody in the league yeah yeah. according
0: to the numbers yeah according to playing numbers? like he's in his 30s again
1: you outplay everybody when your team down 20 and then the other team that took all the damn starters out it don't count
0: oh man oh, oh man yeah oh, oh so we got a definition of bully ball like when you guard me, gals, I know I'm gonna do okay. All right, get some <laughs> out of here. That's fine. That's that fine.
1: dude, that dude's a damn comedian right there, man. I love him. He's dope. something. He's I love something.
0: That's why I love Ja Morant. But he is that, a throwback. He isn't yeah. trying to be your friend. It's right. <laughs> just that killer mentality. And, and here's what I'm saying: to everybody who says that, fine. And everybody who says he's not better than Jordan, fine. Like what else? What else are we talking about here? Like, I, I'm so over the who's the greatest. Like, we don't know. Unless, them, unless those three people, Bryant, LeBron, James, Michael Jordan, played in the same era, under the same rules, the same technology, whatever. That's the only way you would know for sure. And even then, who knows?
1: Well, and, and, but all I'm more-
0: saying is, like, all I'm saying is with you, Dean, you over here ripping these black fathers for no deck. Oh, reason. man. If you don't quit trying to figure out why I'm trying to figure, I, out, why. I'm I trying to figure swear. out why why it bothers you so much to just look at, I feel like LeBron James at the game of life crushes crushes Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant just for the simple fact that they both have self-reported to be miserable to get to the level that they are. And this dude is like tripped backwards into a couple of championships. Right, and just as much success. So I don't I don't know like how you look at that and go, Yeah, man, Jordan clearly is the winner. Like I'm not talking about on the court or anything like that. I'm saying at the game of life, LeBron just seems like he's enjoying himself a lot more than they did. You Guess know what? what? I mean?
1: Guess what? You got your damn opinion. Everybody else got there got their damn opinion. I have my <laughs> damn opinion. And in my opinion, Bron Bron is not up there with Kobe and Jordan. We all got different opinions of who we no, want. No, that's fine. Who, who I'm is saying according to what?
0: And, but but that's the thing. I'm saying according yeah. to what? Are we talking points? Are we talking rebounds? Are we talking killer instinct? Right? I'm talking the just, game.
1: Right. All out game. He's not up there with
0: them two. Yeah, see, I, I just feel like I'm over the game stuff, man. I'm looking at this dude's life, and I'm thinking- You're looking like, at his this life. This dude's life is amazing.
1: Oh my God, man. This damn that's dude's it. life, That's man. all I'm saying. All I'm
0: saying is I think at the game of life, he frapping wins. Okay. Well, that's your damn opinion. In my opinion, he don't. Okay. And that's the and thing. This what I'm saying. I'm asking you how because he doesn't have killer instinct, because he don't talk trash to the people you want him to and keep his mouth closed against others. Like I'm saying, in, in your opinion, like how is he not winning right now?
1: What you mean? How he, I mean, yeah, he winning and he winning because he's doing great things human. And stuff off the court. He's human downtown money. Jeremy Brown.
0: I'm talking about LeBron James the human,
1: right. When you have Kobe Bryant in
0: interviews talking about the misery of his process, you talk about, you have Michael Jordan crying on his own documentary, executively produced, right? Saying that the way I did it wasn't worth it. I've lost so many friends. I lost so much, right? You don't think he's talking a little bit about his wife in that situation. You don't think he's talking about Charles Barkley, a really good friend that he lost because of this crazy maniac frapping killer instinct that y'all like to talk about. Like fine, he had killer in the scene. Yes, I'll probably pick him and Brian over taking the last shot. Fine. But I'm saying so, beyond that, like so I don't understand how you just not sit back so you in mean to tell me of you,
1: like this dude and what he's built from where he came from. That's it. So you 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 tell me you rather be out there having fun and not winning chips and being and being the greatest. And I'm just saying, going out there just of grand around. I'm a, I'm a having fun because I'm LeBron James. Woo-hoo, woo Ah, I'm damn that. it. I'm saying if it's me,
0: like but LeBron it's you. James has- Like,
1: like, like, our homeboy, no, Mr. Jeremy Brown. Hold that. on, hold on. No. Here's what hold I'm on. saying. I'm, I'm going to let you go. Hold I'm on, here's go. what I'm saying.
0: If it were me, yes, I'd take LeBron's route. If I had to choose, like, choose your path. You can go the Michael Jordan path. You can go the Kobe Bryant path. Or you can go the LeBron James path. I'm picking Bronze path. This dude has championships and all kinds of rewards, all kinds of money from the game, all kinds of respect from the game, popularity from the game, and so much more, <sighs> so much more. Now, these are the words of Michael Jordan, who's like, don't do it the way I did. I sacrificed my wife, I sacrificed my children. Like, there's so much he sacrificed to get six championships. Frapping Robert Ori has more than him. He did all that sacrifice for six championships, bro. Robert Ori he did it. Miserable.
1: Robert Ori did it too as a role player. Don't don't do don't ever put Robert Ward in the same damn uh a conversation I'm with Michael not. Jordan. He's I, above Michael me? Jordan in frapping championships, is
0: what I'm oh telling my you. God, dude. So if you're saying like that misery, that level of misery in that man's life is worth six championships and six MVPs, never lost in the finals. Great. I'm telling Give you, me- Michael Jordan is saying it's not
1: worth it, it wasn't worth it. I wish I'd have done it another way. That's what Guess I'm saying. what? Give me the route of Jordan and Kobe any mother effing day. Because once I step on that court. Whether it was when I was a kid till now, I step on that field. Whether I was a kid till now, I do not like you if you're on the opposite side of that ball as me. I'm coming at you. We can be best friends. Me and Jeremy Brown play against each other. You think we never did like each other. That's the competitiveness in in us. And that's my guy. That's my guy. My cousin, untamed fitness. We go at each other, you wouldn't even think we was kin. That's the competitiveness of us. Ain't no damn friend when you're on the opposite side of that ball. It ain't no friend. I'm trying to do him, and he trying to do me. That's what it is. You don't give think me the route of Jordan and Kobe all damn day. You daggum I'm right.
0: You don't think that LeBron James is competitive, is that what you're saying? Now
1: he's too damn friendly. No, I, I, he's not competitive to the level of them two. Hell no, no, no. Oh my goodness,
0: no. I, I need y'all in the comments. Like, no. I'm trying to, I'm trying you, to, everybody agreeing with me.
1: Most people agree with me. He's not, he's not to the competitive of, of, of Jordan and Kobe, not even to a damn Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett didn't have no damn friends on that court. He wanted your throat. Hang he on. wanted Jordan, your blood. Jordan
0: didn't say what? So, so hold on. Downtown Jimmy Brown writes, when by any means necessary was damn their ben mentality? Wright. Absolutely. But you're saying Jordan didn't say what? I invite, I invite you to go watch the last few moments of that documentary, right? Where Jordan is saying how, how this path is miserable. Right? And I'm telling you, Jordan did all of that just for the sake of winning. He had the dog mentality. Great. Great. But I'm telling you that he himself is saying it wasn't worth what I gave up for it. And all I'm applauding LeBron James for is to seem, because we don't know. We don't know. He could be a hot mess behind closed doors, right? But he seems like he's doing it in a different way that I think we need to just sit back and go, man, this is amazing. It's amazing. At his age to still be doing it. The way that he's doing his numbers are comparable to when he was 30, right? Outplaying everybody in the league right now. These are facts. facts. Hang on, hang on. Then he's got a bunch of other stuff outside of all of that that seems to me is more Mm -hmm. appealing than frapping this crazy psychopathic, you know, competitive whatever it is, right? Like I, I don't I don't understand. I just think it's a difference in values. He valued those six championships and that mentality, and he showed it, and he showed it well, right? It created LeBron James for goodness sakes. But I'm just saying, when you have Michael Jordan crying, saying, "Hey, man, don't do it the way I did. You can be competitive, but make sure you're you're
1: valuing the right things." Okay, Shaquille O'Neal, the most dominating big man ever in the league. He wasn't friendly to nobody. You think? Have what he what ever are he came out of that? Man, good? some
0: of it. He still has really good friendships. He still has really no friendship. He
1: wasn't friend with nobody on that damn court. What? are you, Oh, on the court. I'm not talking. Okay, fine. Like That's you don't like we, him high fiving and, and shaking of the court. We're talking about on the court. No, I'm on talking the court, about all of it. I'm talking
0: about all of it together. I'm talking about all of no, the damn it together, it. bro. No damn it. No, no. Man. I'm saying I'm talking about, Shaq talking about would on go the court. at somebody and then they go to dinner. I'm saying and Jordan used to do that till it got to the point that even that somehow became competitive and he was losing friends left and right. You see what Mr. Brown
1: said? Boom. He said, "I did it." My way.
0: Is that what you interpreted? He said I did it. I did it his way. Oh man. Y'all no, talking about He's talking games. a different
1: thing. I'm talking about competitive on the court. He going and how they live their lifestyle. Damn how they live their lifestyle. We're right. talking about basketball, the game, not what you do outside the damn game. Competitive on the game. His okay, level man. to like, Jordan I agree Kobe's with that. level. I agree with that. I'm just saying there's more to it
0: there's okay. something to it you
1: know all right, what let's what? get off this down lebron shit go to joe rogan because i got some shit to say about his ass too. <laughs> no let and me just let me clear the
0: floor and you just tell me first of all tell people what's going on with joe rogan and
1: then your thoughts well i i um looked at a thing that ndire had put up on uh, facebook the other day. It was a thing she was saying and um about Spotify and Mr. Joe Rogan, this Mr. Gales, Mr. Gales is his number one fan. Um, (laughs) Joe Rogan went on his podcast to go on and say the N word multiple, multiple times. So I shared this information with Mr. Gales and he don't see, he asked me, what do I see wrong with it? Well, I see a lot of things wrong with it. I see a man of not my texture saying the word with the E R and saying it multiple multiple times why are you saying it multiple multiple times why is that even coming out of your mouth and Spotify's pay him a hundred million dollars and keep him on but you paying the other artists pennies on the dollar to play their music but Joe Rogan get a hundred million dollars to go on there and say the n-word with er multiple multiple times on his platform and they keep him on what, so so you asked me what I see wrong. You don't see nothing wrong with that. Come on, explain. Cause I see a lot wrong with it. First of all, I love how you put that. Like I am
0: okay with him dropping in bones, bro. Yeah, okay. I was talking they about Indy I what Indy I was talking about. Because in her statement, if you peel back all those layers, her big issues was pay the artist. They've been at this battle since that gum. Uh what was it back in the day? Some illegal shares or whatever file sharing or whatever it was. Oh my goodness, dude got involved in Facebook at one point. Help me out in the comments, somebody. Like, I don't, I don't remember what it was. Uh, Napster was it? Anyway, like musicians have been fighting. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about, Judy. Help me produce this thing. Yeah. So yeah. So all the way back to then, when internet became a thing that was easily consumed in homes and uh, we were able to share music and musicians weren't getting paid. First, you have to understand that most of the music is not even owned by the the talent who create the music, right? I'm sure it's, it's widely covered at this point. What NDRE is talking about is, hey, pay us more. And how that usually works is Spotify pays whomever has the rights to the music. A lot of times it's companies. And once Spotify pays the company, the companies then kick back to the artists. That's why that percentage is so small. It's not like you know Spotify is, is short uh, short selling, which they are, but I'm saying they're they're paying the people who own the music, and the people who own the music are saying, "Here you go, NDIre. Here is a one thousandth of a percent, right?" And her statement with all the n-word and Joe Rogan, hundred million dollar whatever, whatever. The big thing I got from her comment specifically is that if you're gonna pay him like that, pay us. If you're going to pay this man who's dropping the N-word, pay us. But her issue is not with Spotify. Her issue is with the company that owns her music. You know what I mean? And so that's what I was saying about, you know, what do you see wrong with that? Right? Now, Joe Rogan, we all know that's a horrible thing to do. Right? And he didn't, you know, just to be fair, he didn't direct it at anybody or anything like that. No excuse. He said it's one of the worst things He's truly embarrassed and sorry, and all this apology or whatever. They've taken a bunch of episodes that has some COVID misinformation, as well as um, you know, racial and and uh, LGBTQ plus sensitive material. Over a hundred episodes, I think, at this point. Right. My question to you, beyond all that, Dean, was: Does he for- deserve forgiveness? Answer carefully.
1: Does he deserve forgiveness? Yeah, let me see. Hell no. Nah. Because Joe Rogan is a very smart guy. Very, very, very smart, intelligent individual. I give him that. So by you doing that, you went on your national, your national show, and you said it not once, not twice, but multiple times. So Without, it was 24. What, hang on, let me what, clean what, it up.
0: What, hang on. It was 24 times over a few episodes and this was towards the beginning. So around 10 to 12 years ago. So it's not like he did when it was national or anything like that, but he is he, he on camera. I mean, something he took down, but other people had, uh, I guess, saved the videos or whatever and put together that compilation that shows every time he did it, right? So just to be quick, continue.
1: So my thing is, you know, it's not right to say. You're a very smart man, but you said it multiple times. And and how comfortable he was by saying it, that tells me he said this numerous of times. Maybe not in public, but to his colleagues, to his friends, he said this numerous of times because he said it so, so comfortably. So to me, it's like, that's how you really feel. And it kind of came out in a way you really didn't want it to. You weren't really putting it in that perspective, but it came out, and now it's all out that you were saying it. Mm-hmm. So, to me, you really feel that way, Joe Rogan. Feel so what way? Forget,
0: so- See, again, here's here's what you want to be careful of, because you- we're in the business of talking for a living, hopefully, right? So, you need to be careful with this, because what you're saying is, first of all, he never directed at someone. So, it's no difference than when we had to read it in school or anything like that. He didn't make some horrific comparisons to planet of the apes in the black neighborhood, all kinds of stuff. But I want you one to understand that he himself recorded and put this stuff out. Right. And he didn't think he thought in his mind that because I'm not using it towards anybody, because I'm not using it to down anybody. A lot of the times he was talking about how black comics would use it to get a laugh and the different ways they can use it. Most of those videos are from that. And as soon as he, you know, someone talks to him, which again, he was comfortable and all that stuff. But as soon as it's called out to him, he himself took it down. He himself apologized for it then. And then hasn't used it since. It's resurfaced and he's apologized again and saying, again, I'm gonna try to, you know, continue to, to grow, right? So I'm saying for you to say that he doesn't deserve forgiveness. That means if we say anything to slip up, Dean, we should be gone too. And here's what I'm saying about free speech in general. This is a perfect example of it. You got an idiot who says something they shouldn't have said. He apologized, he didn't use it again. I think that's a strong message to people who think it's okay to use that word, especially people who look like Joe Rogan. And I think oh, we continue to have okay. these conversations where people say something they shouldn't or are allowed to say stuff that they shouldn't, they get checked and then they improve the behavior. I think this is a great way to behave in society, right? But if we keep doing like you say, like, hey, you said the N word, get them out of here. You know, I feel like we've had white friends to say we check them, never happens again,
1: and that friend doesn't have to be deleted from our lives. That's a real world application. First off, I never did say, get him out of here. Because, like, I when you text me and says, "So, should we counsel Joe Rogan?" I said that counsel right. shit is very overrated because they no one main. ever get counseled any damn way. So, I get tired of hearing, "Let's counsel this person." You're not gonna counsel I a, damn a couple of any comedians damn
0: who literally got fired from shows and couldn't work because of some things. And they guess said what?
1: They, they, they bounce back over a period of time because they. Yeah, they, but they you talking made, about millions of dollars, lost, man. That's not a that's
0: not a small thing.
1: Yeah, but that's they bounced back thing. and they and they made some of that money back. You're not gonna counsel them forever. That counsel shit is overrated i, I get tired of hearing that shit my thing Pay is again. That my thing is my thing is is how comfortably he said it and did he apologize or did his pr team put him up to apologize you don't know if that was a sincere apology or not you don't know what, what they the tell crap, about We don't have, have anything Dean, these people Dean, are you right these people they have a team behind this them
0: this man said out of his mouth right and then once people do that you watch their actions you don't have anybody in your life who has said something wrong to you that you're still able to deal with that person? Like, are, are you kidding me? You do it all the time with me. You know how many times I've had to forgive you, Dean? Like, are you kidding me? Here's what, what I'm saying. Call you a black baboon, I mean, that's just shit that I do. Yes, because that's colorist, right? <laughs> and all, any black little dark-skinned dudes out there may be offended by that. That may make them feel bad about themselves. I'm just as Absolutely. chocolate as you are. get Dean out of here. See what I'm saying? This is council culture. Right. But I'm not talking about council culture. These frapping that go dog whistles and all that garbage. Like I'm talking about someone saying something, being checked, changing their behavior as far as we can see and tell. I'm saying if that happens, you're good with me. Right. He said a bunch of stuff that I don't agree with. I don't like. But at each turn, it's, you know, hey, this is not, you know, I'm okay with, the you know, explaining my actions. I'm okay with being wrong. I'm okay with apologizing. I'm okay with having my mind changed by a sense, right? I think that's the draw. That's why I'm drawn to that that type of person. What he did, horrible. I like how he's handling it, moving forward. And we'll keep watching and we'll see, right? That's all I'm saying. And you want to give people the same benefit of doubt that you want in return because none of us are none of us are frapping perfect.
1: Come on off to but, the new. You have a time I mean, that's the thing. Like, OK, I can't say don't forgive him because we all done did something that every everybody deserved forgiveness. All right. But you're not we're not going to forget it. And so when I look at Joe Rogan now, I look at him a little different, different than what I used to. Because like I said, I he, he's very he's uh he's very smart he's very intelligent i mean he did what he did and got paid a hundred million dollars so all that is great but i won't forget what he did all right. he could be forgave but we won't forget
0: this is what i'm saying i think now we just watch him closely and see if his actions match up with what he says he says he feels bad right now the video looks pretty sincere right but The bigger issue with Spotify and the artists, like, yeah, you don't get what you deserve. Like, I mean, come on, man. We live in a capitalistic society here in America. You don't get what you deserve ever, ever. But you do get what you negotiate for. And I think that's where we're at now, right? These artists who signed those crappy deals with those crappy companies are getting, like, they're getting cheated and have been for a long time. And it's going to continue unless they change their behavior. They're going to have to educate themselves. They're going to have to utilize YouTube and, you know, whatever, whatever is out there to try to own their material. I feel like that's out, out here. Right. I just, I I don't know this, this world that we live in where we look at things so black and white, I think is dangerous. You know, Joe Rogan, terrible job. Good apology. We'll see. We'll see. Five years, ten years from now, will he say it again? You know, like will he act out racism? Right. I know too many black comments who them themselves talk about how good Joe Rogan has been to them. You know what I mean? All these black comments who were coming out. It's like I don't think it was coming from a place of hate. It was an ignorant thing to do, and I think he'll he'll try to his best to make up for it from this point on. I, I think don't think should look at.
1: I don't think he would come from a place of hate. My thing is, is how comfortably he was saying it. That right. I can't get over that. Yeah, you know, so, I, I don't so,
0: know if this, but so it's either he literally thought how he was using it wasn't a hateful way, so he was comfortable, or he secretly hates black people. Like those are your options there. Those no, I ain't options. saying
1: that. I, I mean, I, ho- like, I hope I hope he don't. Right, right. But it's just like for the, how commonly he would have said it, it's like it's like he had used it before in private right. settings. You know what That's it reminds me of?
0: It, it reminds me of like a little kid who's saying a bad word because they hear it mm-hmm. at home all the time, right? No one gets in trouble at home. And whenever I say it, you know, my auntie and them laugh about it. Oh boy, don't be saying that, kiki, kiki, right? Then he says it at school. And then people are like, whoa, what are you doing? You know what I mean? And now he, that child has to figure out like, oh shoot. so it's Bad at school? Is it bad everywhere? Like, where can I cause? Where can I not? You know what I mean? That's what it reminded me of. I don't know. We don't know. But I'm just gonna go by his actions. If he continues to help Black comics and Black people, right, with his money, with his ridiculous wealth, if he continues to talk kindly about us moving forward, I think that's enough for me, right? I don't know the guy personally. I've got no stake in this He He ain't gave me one dollar. But I'm just saying. In general, I want to look at this as how if I'm in that ridiculous position, how do I want people to give me a second shot? Right? How do I want people to perceive me if I'm saying something ridiculous? Just like you say every day on this gum show, Dean. That's all I'm saying.
1: Ha ha ha. I don't say ridiculous shit. I say real shit. Pay them a different thing. Oh my goodness. Well, that. I don't know. Anyway, so, yeah, you know, y'all, y'all get in the comments. I, I want to hear more about this. Like, what hey, do y'all think? You know what? Since you know, you 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 know, you like the mastermind behind it, this whole little thing we got going on. Orchestrate oh, so us to get an interview with Mister Rogan. Let's pick his brain a little bit. It's <laughs> oh, worth baby. a shot. Only thing you can tell us: yesterday, I'm no.
0: Oh my goodness. It's worth a I, shot. Look, I, I will hit him up myself. All right. So listen. That might that might be the exposure we
1: need. <laughs> <laughs> How do you keep warm in a cold room, then? How do you keep warm in the cold room? Mm-hmm. Put on a damn jacket or a hoodie.
0: First of all, pay the man. Uh, you go to the corner because it's always
1: 90 degrees. I'll be damned. This summer gonna do it to me every week. But you all know it is, man. I got the last word and, and going off of what we just had a conversation on you know the world and america want us at each other's throats if you if you're not of the same race or if you're not of the same tax bracket and what i mean by that if you're not rich so they want the poor and the middle class piece of people at each other's throats and they want the blacks or the white each other throats and we got to overcome that as people and come together because you're supposed to love each other no matter what color y'all. Because guess what? If you cut your arm and I cut my arm, we both going to bleed red. We both going to bleed red either way it go. So in the in the, in the the eyes of the man upstairs, you still my brother, you still my sister, even though you ain't the, the skin tone that I am. So we need to come together as one. And let's beat these people who want us to be at each other's throats and beat each other's odds. We can do it. And everybody put their mind to it and everybody quit being stubborn and that's what we're gonna do peace and love holla all next week